0: This is Michael Melfi, and welcome to the Be Investable podcast. Since late 2015, I have had the opportunity to host a pair of amazing programs called The Trip Talk and Be Investable, both on the Michigan Business Network. I invite you to please enjoy some of my legacy content I was able to create while being a host on that network. What you are listening to are some of the engaging conversations I've had with entrepreneurs and with innovative individuals from across the United States and, in fact, the world. They took the time to share their insights about what it means to be investable. Welcome back, listeners, to another exciting episode of The Trep Talk. We're on the Michigan Business Network, and this is Michael Melfi, and today I'm very excited Excited to have Jeff Banis, president of Shinola. Welcome to the show.
1: Thanks so much. Appreciate you having me.
0: And I, you guys have made a, a huge splash here, in, in not just in the marketplace here locally, but you've done it around the world. And, and it's very exciting to have you on the show today. I'm, I'm excited to talk with you about the company, about your guys' growth, uh, and, and really how you guys have been able to create jobs and build this culture and continue to create this successful winning formula. For so many of our listeners out there, Uh, We have successful organizations that are looking to grow. We have some entrepreneurs that are looking at how to go to the next level, and I'm hoping that our conversation here today will give you some insight and wisdom around that. So thank you for being on the show.
1: My pleasure. really appreciate you uh, taking the time to chat with us and look forward to uh, the conversation.
0: Awesome. Well, I'd love to kind of dive back, and part of being an entrepreneur is, is dealing with uncertainty. And when you guys chose to have the company come here to Detroit, that was definitely... move in in 2013 that some people questioned and and where did that, where did the strategy around that come from or, or what was the idea around bringing it to Detroit?
1: Well, Shinola at its core is a job creation vehicle So we had some friends who told us to check out Detroit, came to Detroit, visited with various folks around the city and realized that this is a city rich with people who were and are uh, uh, ready for a change and who wanted to help Shinola come to life and and make it what it is today. And we are very fortunate to have big Detroit and to be part of this incredible community. Um, you know, you talk about uh, the risks as entrepreneurs, uh, the the challenges one might face when starting up. And, you know, the big risk that we took, quite frankly, was we did not know if we could train the workforce here uh, to build watches, something that has not been done in the United States in many decades, actually, at scale. And so the risk that we took was actually building the watch factory that is housed here at the College for Creative Studies, uh, before we could actually put people to work and, and essentially confirm whether or not we could train the workforce. Uh, as you might know, uh, we have been very successful in training the workforce and have an incredible, incredible team of people, uh, working in the watch facility building watches day in and day out. And uh, all of our watches actually come with a lifetime guarantee, which is, I would uh, argue, the best guarantee in the watch industry uh, worldwide today, which speaks to the quality that we're able to put out here in Detroit.
0: And, and let's, let's if you don't mind me asking, let's talk about it for a second. You guys were, and I saw one quote, re, able to reestablish skills that have not been seen in over 50 years. I guess two things. One is most watches aren't made in the United States. Is that correct?
1: That is Correct.
0: And so, to have a, a U.S.-based watch manufacturer was definitely going against the, was going against the grain, being a little disruptive in the industry, right? Yeah,
1: you know, it, it's being different. It's yeah. uh, you know, disruptive might be one word to, to characterize it, but you know, it's it's different. It's uh, it, and again, this is a job creation vehicle, so it's. Uh, it's about creating jobs here in the U.S., good jobs at that, and, um, you know, doing it in within industries that allows us to um, uh, re-onshore uh, industries that left. And, yes, the watch industry did leave our, our shores about 50 years ago, roughly, uh, at scale. And uh, today you're starting to see, actually, uh, watch companies come back and pop up around the U.S., uh, and let me be very clear, you know, our watches are built here in Detroit. We source parts from all over the world. So from Switzerland and, and other parts of the globe uh, where, where watch components come from.
0: Got it. And as far as when you guys are looking, you guys are out in Metro Detroit in the region here. And that's where you're looking to bring this job force and create this job force to come work actually here in Metro Detroit, correct? Indeed. And how many people currently are you guys employing in, 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 the, in, the, in, in the metro Detroit area?
1: Uh, we have about just at 350 people here in the wow. Detroit uh, area. Started selling back in March of 2013, Begin training the workforce here at 2014. Uh, so it's uh, been a pretty, pretty fast growth uh, hmm. curve. And uh, we employ about 540 people around the world today.
0: Yeah, I, I, I think because I had, I had the luxury of going in one of the stores and met one of the amazing team members you had at the store. And then she actually shared she was getting ready to move to Hawaii for your store opening out there. So you guys are opening stores around the globe, correct? We have opened uh, today
1: 21 stores. Uh, the one you're referring to in Waikiki, uh, we do have a store in London and one in Toronto outside of the U.S. And then uh, here in the U.S., you know, we have from Washington, D.C. to Tribeca to Chicago, out to L.A., San Francisco, Portland, down to Miami, so, uh, and then, of course, Detroit, Ann Arbor, um, and, uh, and a few others sprinkled in between there. So covering the U.S. is our main focus today, and as we continue to uh, expand the business, we are looking at opportunities
0: overseas. Great. And I, I, you know, I noticed that you guys, and this leads to the question about all the locations, you guys have a director of culture. And so my question for you would be around how do you continue to maintain that culture that you had early on as you continue to grow? How do you keep that going? How do you keep that instilled in the teams, especially as you now start to have locations that are so far spread apart?
1: You know, maintaining culture is something that I work on day in and day out, uh, that our team works on day in and day out. Uh, we, We have what we call the high five culture here at Shinola. It's a culture of gratitude. It's a culture of approachability, a a, a culture of transparency. It's, It's a culture where people know that we appreciate what they're doing, whether you are building a watch, making a leather watch strap, whether you're on the planning team on the creative team, product development team, uh, it's it's one where it's very inclusive. And as we scale, you know, w- what our job to do is to continue to um, be part of that culture and not detach ourselves from that culture. So staying in the middle of it and staying very crisp when it comes to culture and, and remaining uh, uh, true to where we started with this business and, and with the development of the culture of this business. And so it's, it's, it's literally about walking around the facility here at the College for Creative Studies We have about 100,000 square feet in the building. It's literally walking around and giving high fives and and talking to people and engaging with people and and making sure that we understand uh, what is going on and and how can we help people. How can we help people advance through their career? How can we help people uh, maybe outside of work? Uh, What can we do to improve people's lives and to make this place uh, one of the greatest places to work?
0: I love it. I I think so many people so many times think adding a, and not that there's anything wrong with a ping pong table. That that and that and a few other kind of cool amenities is all it really takes. And what I'm hearing you allude to is that it's so much more than that. So it's about connecting at a, at a certain level with each of the people on the team and being able to really connect with them. Do, do you guys have anything that you guys do or any processes or systems that allow you to be able to really stay engaged with all the team members?
1: You know, we have a, a, a digital platform that we use that allows us to. Send messages and communicate in, in, you know, sort of a one shot shotgun approach uh, to everyone for the larger messages. But, you know, believe it or not, it's, it's, It's really about us. It's about individuals getting up from their desk. We like to say, you know, if you're sending more than three emails uh, between one another, get up and go talk to 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 that person. We have a very open um, uh, office space where there's no cubicles, there's no walls in between one another. It's it's wide open, uh, so to speak. And you know, I don't sit in an office. Our executive management team does not sit in an office. We all sit out on the floor together and. Uh, And we collaborate. And so it's, you know, from a systems point of view, we have that one platform that allows us to send bigger, you know, hey, there's a food truck coming tomorrow, or hey, we're having, you know, the the local nail salon come in and give Manny Petties or, you know, there's a promotion that happened. But, you know, when it comes down to really the heart and soul, it's about us being on our feet and and working with the teams and listening to the teams, uh, you know, and understanding what the teams need. Um, you know, I don't think that technology can solve that.
0: Got it, got it. And, and a few of the questions, the next few questions are about leadership. So as you guys continue to grow the organization, leadership is going to be important to continue to you know, have those teams there, manage those teams and really continue to instill that culture. Anything in particular you, you, you guys feel is important in the leadership of your guys' organization or is is any of the pillars that your leaders in your organization operate on? You know, we operate
1: on approachability. We operate on collaboration. We operate on asking for others' input, you know, not just assuming that we have all the answers. Um, it's, it's about, you know, really having our eyes and our ears and, and whatnot open and, and aware and able to take in feedback uh, from others and, and get others' thoughts. Um, uh, what, what are you thinking? How do you think we should approach this? you know, and, and making decisions based on, you know, information that we're taking in uh, from the teams, uh, not just assuming that it should all come from the top.
0: That's great. And, and I, I appreciate you letting me ask, please. I think you've been a great story to watch. I know I've watched and so many people in the region and nationally have even watched as this watch company started in Detroit and really started gaining some momentum. And I, I remember the, some of your guys' involvement in the Grand Prix early on, and then I would watch the, the the watches, the watches going up in, in the various parts of town and just then stores opening. It's been really exciting to watch your guys' success. And as, as you guys now go forward and continue to grow and expand, what does success look like for you guys moving forward? What's on the horizon for you guys as you continue to grow the organization? Well,
1: you know, I mean, given that we're a job creation vehicle, um, you know, we we need to get the business to where it's profitable, and we need to from there um, continue on the mission, continue creating great jobs here in the United States that that can imply and and hopefully will imply generational impact in in cities where jobs are needed. Um, you know, we talk a lot about sustainability out there in, in the corporate world today, and you know, sustainability from an environmental point of view sustainability from uh, a human resource point of view, um, you know, all the different buckets of sustainability, we do look at it from a from a, from a people point of view. Um, and, you know, if we can continue to go into cities and create jobs, good jobs that have uh, that, that pay living wages, uh, that have health care benefits, that have 401k participation, that have, you know, we, people here in Detroit ends up, they like paid time off, you know, so offering a comprehensive uh, package to people uh, around their job um, in other cities, uh, I think is, is, is what we need to continue doing based on the mission that we set out to accomplish.
0: Awesome. And as as far as, as you guys continue to expand, obviously, you guys have done a great job in not only the, the watch industry, you, you've expanded out into leather goods and bicycles and a few other things. Any other product lines that you can tease us with as we're, we're getting ready to come up on the holiday season, or do we have to wait and see what's next around the corner?
1: Well, you know, we um, we are, are launching jewelry as we speak. We have an incredible partnership with a young lady named Pamela Love, uh, who has helped us uh, bring to life this, this amazing uh, jewelry collection. That's really focused on personalization. So uh, rings, uh, bracelets, necklaces, earrings uh, that can be personalized and, and you know then passed down through the generations. Amazing, amazing uh, products. Then we we are really excited ab- about our our audio equipment that we're launching. Uh, first product will be turntables. So in November, uh, turntables will be available uh, at today folks can jump onto shinola.com register in advance for a turntable uh, but we are going to be making the latest noise coming out of detroit here uh, in the college for creative studies um, at, at where we have developed the products and the products will actually the turntables will actually be built in our store at uh, 441 canfield in uh, in the cass corridor or, or as it's known today midtown detroit well
0: that is very exciting for all of our listeners. You're, you're hearing it first. If you want your Shinola turntables, you're going to be able to go online and get them. I would expect them to be nothing but amazing, just like every other one of the products. So that's, that's very exciting. Thank you for sharing that with us. Some of the, some of the other noise that I've seen in the media and on your guys' website is about an upcoming hotel in, I believe, the fall of 2018. Anything you can share with us about that and that relationship with Bedrock? Uh, we have an
1: incredible relationship with, with Dan and his entire team uh, at Bedrock. We are very fortunate to be partnered with them and, and look forward to bringing an incredible, amazing, exceptional, the words can go on and on and on, hospitality experience to the world here in Detroit uh, in, in fall of 2018.
0: Awesome, awesome. Well, it, that's very, it's exciting, none to say the least. I, I think is that when I thought, I was very excited to hear that. And I, I'm sure it'll be quite an experience. As I know, every time you walk into every one of your stores, it is an experience. It's more than buying a timepiece. It's the experience from whether they're putting your um, your name on it or they're, or they're doing anything else to customize it and being able to get different bands. I think you guys have done an amazing job at that experiential marketing, that opportunity for someone to to really connect with your guys' brand, can you speak a little more to those experiences that consumers get when they go into your stores?
1: Sure, the experience in our stores is really about uh, activating all these senses. Um, so you walk in, you can smell it. You can you, you smell the Chanel candle burning. You can feel the incredible leather uh, bags. You 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 can see uh, in the Detroit store, for example, bicycles being built. In the Washington D.C. store, you can see new arts installations. Down in Miami, uh, we're in in Wynwood where you have the mural, So our our mural on the outside outside of our building is forever changing, you know, so um, you, you, you can taste a coffee, for example, in the Tribeca store uh, at the Smile coffee stand. So, you know, and, and then the, the greatest part about the experience is the people that, that folks who are visiting our stores uh, have the opportunity to interact with. The teams within our stores are world-class and, and they really enable folks in a unique, personalized way, where you're you're not coming in and and being um, uh, pushed into the funnel. You're coming in and being welcomed into a space that is one for community, one for one to share ideas, uh, and one to, to explore what Shinola is about and, uh, and what the products are and, and what we have to offer uh, here in Detroit and in other locations around this country.
0: And I, I couldn't agree with you more because I, I firsthand did a little due diligence before even requesting this interview is, is that it's really great to have a cool brand and to have a great product, which you guys do your guys' culture exudes in every store that I've walked into. As I've traveled around the country, besides people talking amazingly about this watch company out of Detroit, they speak so highly when I actually go to the stores. The employees there are happy. They're excited. When you walk in the store, it's an amazing experience. And, and that's what really made me say, hey, I really want to talk to them. I want our listeners to hear from them because what they're doing with their culture, what they're doing to really allow that brand to shine through is so amazing. And I really acknowledge you guys for the ability to continue to do that as you continue to grow. So many brands start to fall off or so many brands start to become you know, too corporate, so to say. We hear that said a lot. You guys have managed to really keep that homegrown feel. And I really acknowledge you because I've experienced it firsthand and it was really what pushed me to say, hey, I, I think we need to set up an interview. So, so I think you guys are doing a great job with that
1: thank you. We wouldn't be where we are without the support of folks like yourself and and this community here and quite frankly folks around the United States. It's been an amazing journey and we're very grateful for all the help we've received and we'll do our best to stay true to our words and 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 stick to our mission of creating world-class jobs here in the United States.
0: I couldn't appreciate you you more coming on and being willing to answer some of these questions and even in the Davos and share us with some of the new products coming out. So thank you again for joining us on this show. And I really appreciate your time today.
1: All the best to everyone out there listening and uh, have a happy, happy holidays and we look forward to uh, staying in touch.
0: Perfect. Great. Thanks so very much. And we'll talk with you soon. Take care. Bye-bye now. Once again, we want to thank Josh Bunnies president of Shinola from coming on the show today. Thank you for taking a look back with me at some of the relevant conversations we've had over the past couple years across the entrepreneurial ecosystem and the investable world. As always check out the be investable podcast latest episodes here on iTunes and also look for some of my blog posts on the Michigan business network.